you're listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Check us out by visiting www.magicandmedicine.blogspot.com. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green. Hello and welcome to another episode of Magic and Medicine. It is some strange times we are living in today. I know we are all aware and we're all probably home, most of us, due to this global pandemic, this coronavirus, global pandemic. It's some scary times times of panic, times where we're forced to be indoors. Those of us who are not essential doctors or essential employees. It's also a time where we're learning to survive indoors. We're learning to we're learning to we're learning to live with what we have, which is something we have not been doing Anyway, we've been very greedy. We as a human race, we've been very greedy. And we've been hurting our planet. And we've got to realize that we are all connected. What one person does affects another person. And this global pandemic should be an example of that. A very big example. Because we, 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 the things we have done to our poor earth mother is just horrible. And because she is sick, now we're getting sick. And it's the, it's, it goes back to the idea of us being one. We are all connected whether we want to be or not. When the earth gets sick, we get sick because we rely off the, the earth. But also this time where we're forced indoors, it has many benefits. It's forcing us to reconnect with ourselves, our family, because we've been rush, rush, rush and going here and there and not taking time to establish those relationships and to make them stronger. I mean, look at all the divorces that are happening. Um, people who are, children are misbehaving because they're not getting attention, things like that. And I myself know that I felt like I was going to explode because it seems like things were going, going, coming to a head. There were so many meetings and there were things going on at my children's various schools, activities, and I just couldn't keep up and I wasn't able to keep up on my own work. And, you know, my husband doing a lot of meetings and I felt just as this virus was coming to here, was, was taking over, was coming into the United States and forcing us indoors, I was, felt like I was going to explode. And when they shut down the schools and libraries and parks and all of those things, I felt relief. I felt relief because I don't mind the distance learning. I don't mind having my kids at home distance learning. I don't mind homesteading. To me, that it's a part of me that always wanted to be that way, to reconnect with my, the way my ancestors were, the, the old ways, the ways that were healthy, the ways that 
cherished our natural environment that caused us to be less chemically reliant, things like that. Also, it, it, it also those of us who have elders in our family, I mean, it, this time you, you, you hear people saying, remember to check up on your neighbors, your old, elder, the elderly, who are very susceptible to this coronavirus disease, as well as those who have underlying conditions. And I'm not elderly, but I do have an underlying condition. I have type 2 diabetes, among other things, but that's the one that's very bad. And I have to be very careful. And also, it, it makes other people be aware of those people who are, who are maybe have con medical conditions or who are elderly. Because honestly, in, in this country, we are, do a bad job at being considerate of those and of honoring our elders. In the olden days, tribal days, tribal cultures, the elders were valued in the communities for their wisdom, for their, their teachings, things they could pass on, the old ways and, and stories. Today, we don't, we don't do that. We don't value them. We throw them in nursing homes, mistreat them. It's just awful and shameful. There's no honor in that whatsoever. And with this, this pandemic, we are forced to check on the, those who are very susceptible to this. And I think that's a good thing. It's a, benefit, it's a good thing that this virus has brought about. Another thing, like I said, you know, it causes us to rely upon gardening those of us who can, even if it's uh, pots and things like that, those, I mean, I, I'm fortunate enough to have it. We have a big enough property where I have a nice size gar garden and I'm starting my seedlings indoors. I planted indoors and then I transfer them to the garden. And I get really excited about that because I love homesteading. I love living off the land. I, I think it's healthier. It also saves money because a packet of seeds, I mean, I've got some packages of seeds for four for a dollar at the Dollar Tree. And I probably went out there and spent, I mean, I have a big garden, so I probably spent like $30 on seeds. And boy, I, I, I stuff our garden. And imagine how much money that saves us from going to the grocery store. I'm having, and I, and I do organic garden. I don't bleed, I don't put all a bunch of pesticides and the things on it. So it's also healthy for my family. And when we have surplus, we give it to other people. And that helps as well. That, that's something very nice. And another thing that this, this situation, has, this global situation has brought about is people over here, I mean, they're doing, I've, like on the online communities, they've put shout outs and said, um, uh, shout outs, that's the wrong thing. But notices saying, look, if you need groceries delivered, I will deliver them. Now that's nice for free. They'll deliver them. I mean, it's brought out all of those kind, all of the kindness, the things that we should have been doing. Why does it take something so terrible to remind us of what we should be doing? That those people who are unable to go out and get groceries, the elderly, those, there should be someone who delivers it to their house for free. I mean, yeah, okay, I get paid in every now and then, but I mean, some of these delivery services, they cost a lot of money. I mean, a real lot of money.
So it's very nice for these people to get a break. Those people who can't go out and who are susceptible to getting this virus, have people deliver it to them, leave it on their porch or something like that. And I think that's, that's beautiful. I've seen that as well. And that's what we should be doing. We should be taking care of those in our society who are unable to do what everyone else does or who are elderly. Okay, because there are some people who are handicapped and who are not elderly, and we should be taking care of them as well. We should be considerate of those people. And we, are, we haven't. We've been greedy. We've been selfish. And it's caught up with us. And also, it, it caught this... Um, it, it, out here, it, since parks are closed and all entertainment, things like that, it forces people outside in nature. I've seen so many people walking up and down this neighbor, my, my neighborhood. I, I, I just said, wow, I don't see that many people. And I, I mean, I go out for my walks every morning and I go through um, my little nature trail, which I love so much. It's the best part. But I've seen so many people out there, people I've never seen out there. And I said, oh, I don't even know that they lived over here. And it forces people to get outside, which connects them again with nature. Over here is very nature -y. Our neighborhood's very nature. We have tons and tons of trees and all sorts of wildlife. So it's great to see people out there reconnecting with nature. I mean, if this is the way Mother Earth or the universe has to remind us that we need to connect, reconnect, and to take care of our planet then so be it but this is good you get the children off the screens and get their butts outside it take gives them you know take walks which causes them to notice the natural surroundings to get in touch with ourselves even ourselves through nature we get in touch with nature we are getting in touch with ourselves and also it, I mean, it forces parents, with, with schools closed, it forces parent, those parents who are being negligent in their children's education to be more responsive, to be, to be parents. I mean, to, play, to interact with their children instead of throwing them on the screens. Because that's what they were doing. I mean, I've seen it even, even in the best neighborhoods, and we have a very great school system here. And let me tell you, there's some people who just throw their kids on the computers, and the computer's and, and not pay attention to them. And it's bad. It's bad. I mean, I am like a hands-on mom. My, my, my kids probably get sick of me that I know every assignment, when it's due, blah, 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 and I make sure they do it. But I didn't have that growing up as a child, so I sort of overdo it. And plus, I was a teacher as well, so I'm sort of uh, biased about homework. And I want my kids to... Sorry, I have to readjust myself. I'm sitting on a, a little um, meditation pillow and it's hurting me right now. <laughs> but um, so that's important as well. And I, I'm, and I mean, the homeschool, people who already have done homeschooling, uh, homeschooling their kids, I, they're, 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 th this is nothing new to them. But for those of them, those who are, Oh gosh, th those of us who, those people who haven't been doing that, this is different. And plus, I really like the, the idea of the distance learning. I took, when I was doing my master's and my doctorate, I did distance learning and I was fine. I, I, I 
worked at my even though i'm a i'm a person who's who is self i rely i mean i am very i don't know the word i have no words today but I take my education, I took my education seriously. So I didn't need anyone to hold me accountable to anything because I just did it because I love school. And so that was, that was, it was easy for me, but for this, I think it's great because then the children could go outside and also all of the bullying issues can die down for a while, which is great. I mean, I know my son was having some issues with someone in his class and that's over now. And I'm glad and he's happy. And for recess, he doesn't have to worry about no one playing with him. Go right outside in the backyard and we can all be out there. We, dad, me, and his sister. And we're out there. And, we're, and it'll be great. It's great. And this also causes us to make do with what we already have. Since the shelves, people are buying up things on the shelves and things are not being readily available. And plus, people don't want to go to the store and get infected and then bring that back to their home. We're relying, we are relying on what we already have, which is what, they've done, what people have done for, for back in the old days, back in days of in, even in the wars and things like that when things weren't readily available and people didn't have a lot of money and it causes us to be self-sufficient, which I think we need to know. We need to learn those things. We need to know those and learn, learn them and stop being so greedy and wasteful. I mean, we are, the, well, we are one wasteful, wasteful race. It's awful. I mean, we've become so spoiled and so lazy with things being pre-made for us. I mean, I mean, like at the supermarket, they have, the, I mean, at the supermarket, the, the fruit that's already cut, the pre-cut fruit. Come on, people, really? And then when the virus came, no one wanted to buy that stuff because it was exposed. So it's better to just get the fruit with the skin on it so, if, so you can wash it. So if someone sneezes, it doesn't get inside the fruit. Hey, people, money, I mean, being just lazy, 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 lazy. I mean, I love cooking. And when I was younger, I always wanted a family of my own to cook for. I mean, look, right? My kids sometimes they would complain. I mean, back when I was when I was little, okay, we we didn't do takeout very much, not at all. I I don't believe maybe once in a blue moon. Um, but we didn't dare complain. We ate what was on our plate, and that was it. Or you ate nothing, and there were no options. You weren't getting something else if you didn't want that no so you could be fussy i mean nowadays kids are so fussy some some of these kids are so fussy i don't want to eat that and blah 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 and i sometimes i mean sometimes i don't, I don't want to be as cruel as it was when i was growing up but i know some people will say you don't eat that you just don't eat and i think that that's in a way to me that's good because i think we've become so spoiled and lazy and during this time now, people can't be too picky now, can they? Because the markets, the shelves are emptying. People don't want to go to the stores because they might get sick. And so they're forcing to survive on what they can and like it, which I think is fine. Sometimes we have to be reminded of these things, of things that we're doing. And if this is one way of doing it, so be it. And it also causes us to slow down. Because, I mean, I, I myself, I felt very, I felt overwhelmed. I felt like I was going to just crash and fall. And 
also explode. I felt just, I just, just, I was getting so tired and so fatigued. It was awful. And I felt myself be very depressed because I was so tired. I wasn't getting enough sleep and I wasn't having enough time to do anything. But now I feel so relaxed. Things are getting done. Laundry's getting done. I'm just, I feel good. And I'm okay if they don't go to school for the rest of the year. It's fine because we have our distance learning and I'm good with that. I, I've always liked this, you know, it's like Little House on the Prairie. I, I like homesteading. I don't like being around a whole bunch of people anyway. I don't know if I'm, I really don't know if I'm introverted because I talk to everyone, but I do enjoy my, I do enjoy home to me. This is a homestead and I have everything I need here. And all my work-based things and art and my writing done right here. I don't have to go anywhere. And that's fine with me. I just wish I made more doing it, but you never know. You never know. So also, you, you know, during this time, as I said, you, you see a lot of people being kind to one another, which is good. Um, we should be doing that anyway, because that's just human human nature it's just what we should do it's the right thing to do the hustle and bustle is slowing down people are becoming less stressed well I, a lot of people that i've known i see them they're relaxed they're doing things with their kids here in rhode island where i am what they have done is they substituted the april vacation they took the April vacation and put that in place of our first week out of school. So it gave people time to get prepared for the distance learning, get all their things in order, uh, get the schedules right for hand the food for those people who, for those kids who rely upon the free food meal they had set up, they had setups outside the school where people could come and get the food just grab it grab and go and not asking money for it and I think that's really great I mean the economy is going to take a hit but you know what we're getting too greedy anyway we not everyone has money people are struggling and I think that's a very kind thing to do Another thing that this has reminded, has brought, I mean, this is probably a little funny, but I call myself a germaphobe. And I tell my kids as soon as they come home from school, wash, wash your hands in the shower, especially during uh, flu season. I, I'm serious. Even my husband, wash your hands, get in the shower. Don't touch nothing. Don't even touch the cats. Wash your hands, get in the shower, period. And then when you come out, we'll do homework and whatnot. And I also have, I've had this all my life, the don't bring your shoes in the house. Shoes off, outside, leave them there. Don't bring, you're not walking in the house with shoes. We don't do that. Because bacteria and uh, it's just disgusting. You're bringing it in your house and then you want, then you can't sit on the floor and relax. And, and I have kids on the floor and I like to sit on the floor. And I don't want I don't want to be sitting in some the, the crap from other people's shoes. It's gross. But that was instilled in me since I was a child because my my relatives, my parents, they farmed. They were farmers and they grew up. 
and they had a farm. And so they'd leave their boots outside the door because there was cow manure. There was, the shoes were covered in dirt. You don't bring that in the house. You leave your shoes outside. And that's what they did. And so they, they passed that idea on to my parents. And my parents became that way. I mean, my parents were not the greatest people. We didn't get along, all those things. But I do remember those things. And then I just grew up with that because I don't want that stuff in my house. You leave that stuff outside. And people would laugh at me and say, well, you have an immune system. We're not coming over. And I said, fine, don't come over. Or there will be some people who actually would refuse to take their shoes off. I mean, just walk right by me into my house and not take their shoes off. And then I would have to go and sanitize all of my floors and me with my health conditions and my bad back. That would be, they didn't even care about that. All they cared about was their pride. I had, I have clean socks, unopened socks that people can slip on their feet. I have booties that they can put on. And, and for people who don't, you know, afraid of like a holy sock or anything that I have those things right at the door for them. And some of those people would just walk right by my house, right by me into the house and track their garbage out because they were, they were that selfish, that inconsiderate. I mean, how dare you go to someone else's house and not respect them by doing what you want to do? And again, that's the idea of all of us. That's the, that, that's, that's the idea of us, how we, how we are, how we are. And now, now people are taking shoes off. They're taking everything off sometimes before they get in the house because of this coronavirus thing. You see? It's, it's interesting how things come around full circle. But we have, we are, we, this pandemic should teach us many lessons, many, many lessons. You know, teach us to be kind. Teach us to be aware of others and how our actions affect those around us just by us being conscious of, you know, the six feet, the social, social distancing. You can take that as your actions, what you do affects someone else. If that's how we have to be reminded, so be it. I mean, this, the situation, even though unfortunately people are getting sick and lives are being lost, but think of the lessons that we are, are, are learning. You know, respect the old ways. Maybe some of the old ways are good. Go back to some of the old ways. Spend some time in silence. Go out in nature walking to reconnect with ourselves and nature's nature. We all, why not grow your own food? And if you have a surplus, give it to people who are not able to do so. Look at how we're doing, look at what we're doing, how we get rid of our trash, how we make trash, how we don't recycle. We need to be forced to open our eyes. Look how we treat the elderly, elderly and those who are sick. What are we doing? So I take this time, this global pandemic, 
as a time of connection and reflection. I've had so much time to write in my journal lately. It's just amazing. And I, I've done it every day. And I'm very happy about it. But I ask, but in, instead of all this fear, spend some time thinking, reflecting. How, what can we do better? What can we do to help someone? Think of those things. And you'll be able to get through this time. We will get through it anyway, one way or the other. But will we learn? Thank you for listening. As always, shoot me an email. Visit my website. Look at us on, like us on Facebook. And blessed be. www.magicandmedicine.blogspot.com